Hello and welcome to my podcast. In this podcast, we will be covering free will, my opinion on free will, and free will's role in the book Slaughterhouse Five. And first, uh, we're gonna look at uh, a couple quotes, and we're gonna be sharing some thoughts and opinions on these quotes, how I perceive them. All right. First off, we have, we are all bound to the throne of the supreme being by a flexible chain which restrains without enslaving us. The most wonderful aspect of the universal scheme of things is the action of free beings under divine guidance by Joseph de Mestier. All right. Um, personally, what I think about this quote, I think it's discussing how free will exists, but only ex- extends to a certain point, and that in reality, um, as a society, we um, do really have a set predetermined path. Um, I think like individuals uh, can alter their life's choices, but like you still have to go down the path that uh, society creates for you. Um, yeah, and, uh, I don't think that this quote is saying that, like, God has a hand on your life, everything happens for a reason, but I think it's saying that, um, there's definitely some sort of guidance in the sense of, um, uh, how people, uh, go throughout their lives. Um, and that guidance is made through uh, society. All right, moving on to our next quote, we have, I assess the power of a will by how much resistance, pain, torture, and endures and knows how to turn its advantage by Frederick Nizich. And in this quote, it really talks about how everyone has free will, but that free will is measured by how much resistance it faces while being exercised. Um, For example, myself as a human being has the ability to go out and kill somebody, but not unconsequently. Um, Obviously, once I would kill somebody, I would immediately be charged and punished by society. And according to how society sees this egregious action, um, they will punish me uh, according to the rules that have been set forth. Um, but once I'm caught, I'm arrested, I still have that free will. And I could be in the courtroom handcuffed and I could still run up to the judge and spit in his his or her face. Um, obviously that would, uh, I would face immediate consequences, but I, I would still be able to exercise my free will, just have much harsher, uh, social constraints to worry about. Um, moving on, we're going to be talking about, uh, free will in the novel, um, Slaughterhouse-Five. And uh, knowing what Vonnegut is attempting to convey about war in this novel, why does free will play such an important role here? Well, I feel as if there's a few things to touch on in this question. 
and it's asking uh what connections does the novel seem to draw between having character and having free will and why is the tralfa mandorian idea of time incompatible with free will and does billy pilgrim exercise his own will at any point in the novel okay and my answer to this is Edgar Derby only becomes a character when he chooses to stand up against an American Nazi, Howard W. Campbell Jr. It's this decision to stand up for what he believes in that distinguishes Derby from the other people in the novel. When Billy chooses to tell the world about the Trafalmandor, perhaps it's the first and last independent decision he makes. However, his effort to make his own choices gets undercut by his daughter and the general public, who all think Billy is a nutter butter. Everyone in the novel operates under so many social and familial constraints on their freedom that the attempt to make one's own choices appears insane. And yeah, I think Billy Pilgrim uh, really is um, that, uh, that uh, I don't know how to say this, Trojan horse uh some would say of free will in slaughterhouse five but um it's uh basically society telling him that he's crazy for thinking so yeah and uh moving on um do i have free will in my life and um my response to this is Kind of a harsh realization, but I don't think I have any free will in my life because if I had any sort of it, I would not be doing this right now. Um, and obviously, uh, I could choose not to do this, but that would negatively affect me in the long run. And um, what I push myself to do and what society pushes myself to do, which is, uh, you know, do well in school graduate go to college yeah and if, if i weren't to do this i would face immediate consequences i'd be exercising my free will but um society would uh beat me up pretty quickly so i i really don't think i have any free will um and especially um really like i back to this um if I like really, really did have free will, I just, I don't think I'd be um, like making a podcast about this, like for simply the satisfaction of the people listening to this. And depending on how satisfied the audience is listening to this, I then get a grade of their perception of my opinions. And I just think that the whole entire idea of free will is is sort of contradicting in itself when talking about it um yeah so uh moving on um i get asked this a lot on my show and um do i believe the outcome of my life is predetermined or uh do i have complete control over what i plan to achieve um, I truly believe that I, I have a hefty amount of control of 
of what I plan to achieve. Um, a hefty meaning that obviously my peers and uh, uh, my family, like who surrounds me, um, is obviously contributing and uh, playing some part in uh, the outcomes of my life. Um, but yeah, that, that my, that being my point, uh, it really goes back to once again, like, however I, uh, get, uh, graded on this, um, there is an outcome to that. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, if I had full control of my life, I would obviously, um, make myself get, uh, a perfect grade on this, but I can't do that because there's others contributing to that. Um, so really my answer to that question is I, I, I think that, uh, I think it's kind of, um, I do have control over my life and, uh, sort of thinking about life as a predetermined thing is kind of a saddening to a lot of people. And it's definitely not motivating. So I don't I don't think that's too well. And um so moving on, we see what role does fate play in our lives? Um as of right now, uh the society we have created, fate plays a huge role in our lives, um and changes all the time, like a never ending butterfly effect. Uh obviously what I just what I just said kind of contradicts what I was saying before, but, um, I think fate is, is a hundred percent real, but fate is constantly changing. Um, constantly depending on every single little tiny action that you take, but everyone has a fate. Um, but that fate is, is kind of entirely up to you. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't, some experiences uh, happen to me where I'm like, hmm, maybe everything in life does happen for a reason, but um, there will be experiences where that won't make me think that's the case. So I, I really do think that's, uh, like I can't have a set stance on that. And um. So, uh, moving on to what I think about free will is that I think that free will has a different meaning to everyone and, uh, its meaning is, uh, really lined up with what they truly believe. And for me to come out here and like state my, uh, set stance on free will, uh, doesn't make any sense to me because I view this um, as really a, a spectrum, uh, that you can place yourself on rather than something that's black and white. Um, you know, so, uh, it's, it's very complicated and, um, yeah, like I think you could align yourself on a spectrum according to the social constraints that your head has made that spectrum out of. Um, so, yeah, I, I, my opinion on free will is very, very complicated, and, um, 
definitely definitely makes me think and speculate um about society when when talking about uh the idea of free will and um some some awesome quotes that i love from uh the book is a quote from slaughterhouse five and here it is uh earthlings are the great explainers explaining why this event is structured as it is telling how other events may be achieved or avoided um this is obviously just like such an impactful quote by the Truffamandorians, and it, it really is saying that uh earthlings are are particularly weird because we try to align reason and um uh saying uh reason and saying that this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and like really um we just like we really uh don't know and aren't living in the moment um and, and that's what they're trying to point at and i think that's uh really really powerful because it, it makes me think a lot of um life in general about how we just like kind of like uh put names onto things and say this is that this is why that is and uh without without truly truly understanding the full entire concept of what we're uh reasoning and i i think that um that that quote and um oh i actually i'll go on to another quote here and it says but do you have a peaceful planet here today we do on other days we have wars as horrible as any of you ever seen or read about there isn't anything we can do about them, we, so we simply don't look at them. We ignore them. We spend eternity, eternity looking at pleasant moments, like today at the zoo. Isn't this a nice moment? Yes. That's one earthlings might learn to do. If they tried hard enough, ignore the awful times and concentrate on the good ones, Um, said Billy Pilgrim. And this directly relates to the quote above. Um, It's basically saying that, uh, the aliens are saying that people on earth should, uh, take things for what it is, uh, in the moment and, uh, don't like dwell on the past. Don't, don't try to come up with thousands of thousands of reasons as to why things are, um, when, when we really have zero concept, um, of that. And, uh, basically I, I, I really think all this, uh, relates back to um the manhunt unibomber and um this this man uh Ted Kaczynski um he was a domestic terrorist um and basically he sent out he sent out letters uh and packages and basically they had bombs in them and he just sent them out to universities airlines um big time industrial leaders uh scientists and um he did this to spread awareness about um how uh industrial and technological advancing is destroying um our our uh our planet but also he did this 
he wrote uh, Freedom Club, a signature, at the end of every one of his letters to show that, like, it's weird because we've created such an insane, such insane society where um, he could just make a bomb and send it somewhere. And uh, basically nobody's stopping him. Basically, like, the technological advancements have allowed people to do that. And uh, um, nobody's nobody's stopping him, and it's how it's destroying our planet. And like that goes back to free will because he's really exer- he was really exercising his free will in attempts to murder people, which is like terrible. But uh, it, it really is fascinating, and it's it's interesting um, to try and learn and grasp what people do things for but uh yeah so um this video is sponsored by tostino pizza rolls and they are the best pizza rolls uh you can oven them uh put them in the oven or microwave them and they are amazing uh sauce and cheese filled um they're they're amazing and uh thank you for Tuning in today.